everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith. I'm here to bring you the post-game show following that absolute debacle where Bayern Munich was totally dismantled by Eintracht Frankfurt 5-1. What an embarrassing showing by the Bavarians. It was a an all-in-out terrible effort from coaching to player performance to everything surrounding this one. It was just a total mess. So let's get into it. Uh, we have got a lot to say on it, obviously. So it all starts, of course, with the starting 11, and that's how we begin every post-game show that I run. I like to take a look at how a coach sets up and what that means for the rest of the match. And if you saw this lineup, you kind of figured it was going to be a struggle. Uh, of course, Tuchel started with Manuel Neuer in between the sticks. The center back pairing of Kim Min-Jae and Dayo Upamakano. Outside backs, Davies and Nusar Misrawi, the midfield tandem of Leon Goretzka and Joshua Kimmich. The attack consisted of wingers, Leroy Sané and Kingsley Coman, plus striker Harry Kane and attacking midfielder Eric Maxim Chupo Moting. And let's start right there. <laughs> so Jamal Musiala has been recovering from an injury, and it was expected that he would not play a lot in this match. He might start, but he surely would not finish. And if he did not start the match he would come on at some point as a sub starting Chupo Moting strikes me as bizarre for a lot of reasons but this is the second consecutive match in the Bundesliga that Thomas Tuchel opted to plan for an opponent with some obscure tactics uh last time when when Bayern Munich used Chupo as the 10 we heard Tuchel talk about needing to have that tall presence to clear corners and aerial balls if you're planning for Cole, which Bayern Munich did, and you're worried that much about that, then you have problems. And I think we saw that Bayern Munich indeed has problems because Tuchel again went to the well with Chupo Moting, who, listen, he wasn't terrible in the match. He missed a, an absolute sitter, but it, I, I don't understand the rationale for this one. And I'm interested to see what Tuchel has to say. We did hear him talk before the match that and, and Tuchel indicated this exactly. Chupo played a very good away game in Köln. Then he had a, a bit of a knock and missed a few days. Now he has a whole week of training. We had very, very good combinations up front in Köln. We expect a high level of pressing from Frankfurt. He gives us the option to play long balls. And Chupo is very strong in set pieces. It was a decision for Chupo and almost the same lineup against Köln. So let's just say this. Tuchel got this one wrong. Uh, for as many qualities as Chupo might have, I don't think playing next to Kane is exactly bringing out the best of Kane, which we could talk about too, or really bringing out the best in the team. I think Chupo is what he is. He's a good player off the bench who can bring a certain kind of dynamic to the pitch. Playing him as a starter makes no sense to me. And again, I'm not pinning this on Chuko. Chupo. He certainly was not the reason Bayern Munich lost. But Tuchel's rationale and his overthinking things and plotting ways to combat Köln and Frankfurt when when Bayern really just needs to put their best 11 out and play their style. Instead, Tuchel continues to overanalyze things, to make adjustments that don't need to be made. And in fact, I think it's hurting the team at this point. So Chupo, while he wasn't individually terrible or anything, I thought it set a bad tone for the match. When you look at the rest of the attack, there were some things that were creeping in of late where you could start to get concerned. Kingsley Coman has not been good for a bit now. Uh, he's going through one of his funks. Consequently, it just happens to be at the same time where Leroy Sané is also not looking like himself. And I think what we're starting to see 
over the course of the last few games for Bayern Munich is what Thomas Tuchel's attack looks like when Leroy Sané is not operating at full capacity. Now, Sané has been just terrific all season, but the last three to four matches, he's not been that good. Uh, we have seen this in the past from him where he falls into a rut and he has trouble getting out of it. We start to see the lack of confidence, the indecision on whether to pass or whether to shoot. And we saw some of that today. It looked like he did not want to pull the trigger himself. And, and honestly, when, when Sané has these doubts and you can see them as he plays on the pitch, it takes away from Byron in, a, in an awful way because he means so much to the team's attack. Sané, again, was he the reason they lost? No, absolutely not. He had the assist on Kimmich's goal, which was the absolute right play to make at the time. But it's one of these things where I feel like Tuchel's not reading this group. You could see that Coman wasn't right. You could see that Sané is struggling. Maybe it's fatigue. Whatever it is, it wouldn't hurt to sit people down. And, and as poor as Serge Gnabry has been as late of late, it would not have hurt to have him start this match, either for Sané or Coman, just to mix things up. And unfortunately, Tuchel right now is relying on a few players a little too much and is not factoring in fatigue, wear and tear, anything at this point. He just keeps going back to the well. And maybe it's because he, feel like, he feels like he doesn't have the necessary depth, but more than likely, it feels like he just doesn't trust the players that Bayern Munich has on the bench. So we had the uneven performances in the attack, and we'll break that down in a little bit. But when you look at Mizrawi starting as well, this is a guy who was sick for about two weeks. Now, if you have had any type of illness for over the course of two weeks and it's lasted that long, you're not going to be up and at him in three or four days. You're going to be far from 100%. So the decision to start Mizrawi was a killer, and it proved to be because he made mistake after mistake. It was poor decisions, poor positioning, poor passing, everything. Nothing was good about Mizrawi's game today, and he was yanked off. Poor choice of words there, I guess, at halftime. Alfonso Davies was terrible today as well. The outside backs in general were just bad. The midfield did not handle Eintracht Frankfurt's energy that well. The center backs were complete circus at times. Nothing, absolutely nothing was great about the Bayern starting 11 in this match. So now that we've hit on the starting 11 and where that went wrong, let's give a breakdown of how things Went. Now, Eintracht Frankfurt started out with great energy. They had great poise and they were determined. They sh just definitely wanted the game more. And you could see it early on. Omar Marmouche in the 12th minute, just a, a great effort, made a great play. And honestly, like that was the beginning of the end for Bayern Munich. You could see that Marmouche was, was just, it was something about the want that he had to make plays, especially early on in the overall energy that Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich lacked. Eintracht Frankfurt was there and they were just buzzing. It was really amazing to see. And I have to be honest, they were faster, more precise, more physical. And that's what got Marmouche that goal. He simply wanted it more and, and honestly played with more energy and intensity than anyone Bayern Munich had. And not long... <laughs> I mean, it, so again, if we cycle back to Marmouche, right, there was a terrible touch from Mizrahi that keyed the goal, then some hard positioning by Mizrahi, and it wasn't just all on Mizrahi. The entire back line was a, just a complete mess. But on that particular play, early, so early in the match, you needed better. And Mizrahi didn't look like himself. He's been really, really good this season. But today, 
I don't think he was ready. I think Tuchel forced him into the lineup before he was really 100%. And whether that was Tuchel's doing or Mizrahi really petitioned for it, we don't know. But either way, it didn't work and it hurt the team. And you could see early on that there was going to be a major, major issue with the match. But it did not take I tracked Frankfurt all that long to really start to pull away. Junior Dina Mbimbe scored in the 31st minute. Hugo Larson in the 36th minute with an assist from Marmouche. These were all products of just poor decision-making, poor positioning, and poor play from Bayern Munich. I can't emphasize enough. It was a just a complete and utter mess. Uh, Bayern did not look like it was prepared. They did not look ready. It, it I mean, th- that second goal by Mbimbe, it was... It was a product of a, just an overall lack of intensity and fire, desire, everything. Uh, Ansgar Nof, he just worked over Kim Min Jae. Uh, Kim Min Jae, the bigger, stronger player, had nothing to offer against Nof, who then slid a pass to Eric Jr., Dina Mbimbe, who just beat Alfonso Davies and Dio Upamakano, snuck his shot by Manuel Neuer, who absolutely stops that nine times out of 10, but did not do so on the day. It, it was bad. And at that point, if you were a Bayern Munich fan, you were like, all right, this is uh, this is going to be a loss. You knew when you saw those two players work over four of Bayern Munich's best, it was, it was going to be bad. Uh, the third goal, <laughs> which again was by Hugo Larson, came as the direct result of a terrible pass that was picked off. Joshua Kimmich just brain dead on that play uh made a dumb decision i tracked frankfurt took advantage of it and the teams entered halftime at three nil uh if you were you know actually i'm sorry i it felt like so bad at three nil but kimmick did add that goal from Leroy sane in the 44th minute so it was three one entering halftime even that late goal in the first half did not leave you feeling like Bayern Munich had much of a chance here. We did see Tuchel start to make some moves. Rafael Guerrero came in for Davies, who I'm going to think, uh, I'm going to say, I, I think it's going to come out that he probably had a strain or something because did not look like himself after slipping early in the match. Conrad Limer came in for Mizrahi. Again, not going to pick on those two too much, but Mizrahi and Davies just, were off. They were terrible today, and they did not get any support from the center backs or really the midfielders either. And Bimbe came in in the 50th minute, got the fourth goal for Eintracht Frankfurt. Knopf got the fifth goal in the 60th minute. It was, uh, again, it looked like he could have been off, but when you watch the replay, uh, Knopf stayed on, and unless he made a great play, great finish, 5-1, and again, start the buses. You could have started the buses in the first half, but it was over for Bayern Munich. Tuchel then came in with his genius adjustments. Serge Gnabry in for Coman, Muller in for Eric Maxim, Chupo Moting, both in the 66th minute. Uh, Jamal Musiala uh, came in. Uh, for Gnabry in the 71st minute. So uh, Gnabry definitely uh, did not look like himself, looked a little bit off, probably suffered through something. We don't know exactly what yet. Um, but you, I don't think Tuchel really wanted to use Musial on that part, but Gnabry's knock definitely uh, 
played a role in that. So at that point, you're you're talking, you're now talking the last 19 minutes of the game. You've got your five subs in. And uh, you know, from there it was just Eintracht Frankfurt making sub after sub after sub. Game finishes at 5-1. Oh, what a complete and utter mess. Uh, there wasn't really much positive to take out of it. So the one thing I, I do want to say is that throughout all of Bayern Munich's poor performances and their losses. The lack of movement has been a killer in the attack. And today, Harry Kane was stagnant. Eric Maxim Chupo-Moting offered really not much at all. Leroy Sané wasn't terrible. But again, like he was not as dynamic or as confident as we've seen this season. And I don't think that this is going to be an extended funk for him. He just hasn't been as good lately. Uh, how he handles the situation from here, I think, could be a big factor in what happens with Bayern Munich. Uh, we know Sané has this bad propensity to fall into a hole. If he can manage to stay at a certain level and then begin to work his way back up, I think it would be ideal. If he falls into the rut, though, this could be a very, very long stretch for Bayern Munich. Coman was awful. Goretzka and Kimmich, I did not think were great, but I thought among the Bayern players were the best of the lot. I know that that will probably catch fire uh, from a lot of people, but the midfield was the least of the problems today. The attack was too stagnant, too lazy, to be quite frank. The defense was just poor altogether. The, the whole back line was terrible. Uh, Kim Min-Jae, I thought, maybe suffered his most brutal law uh, performance as a Bayern Munich player. And Dio Upamakano, just that terrible, terrible touch. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's the one that gets me because I didn't think that Upamakano really needed to be as sloppy as he was today. And I know he didn't mean it, but with Matthijs the licked out and the team struggling, that's when you need your, your center back, your top center back to really step his game up. And he didn't do that. And, you know, his horrific big touch led to a quick counterattack for Mbimbe's second goal, which was of course, uh, the one that got Eintracht that 4-1 lead. I, I didn't like anything I saw about the back line. I didn't like anything I saw about the attack. I thought this was a completely and utterly shambolic performance. There's nothing positive you can take out of this. It's not like the subs came in and they made an impact and really turned the game around. They couldn't get anything going. I mean, they were in such a hole to begin with. You just hope to see some life. But Bayern Munich was too dead at that point. You can't sub out all 11 players. I really want to hone in on that, the lack of movement and the stagnant play of the attack, because you could tell very early on in the match that Eintracht Frankfurt had this buzz and this energy about them. They were intense and they wanted that game. Bayern Munich came out and they played so flat, especially offensively. Defensively, you could just say like they got out physical and out hustled and outplayed completely. Attacking wise, though, Bayern Munich was just lethargic and apathetic, and I thought that it was a really lame performance. I hate, I hated what I saw. There was no dynamicism in that attack. No one wanted to try and make a big play to get the game turned around. It was just, like I said, apathetic. And I, I, I don't know if I'm too cool right now. I'm questioning a lot of my own decision making. I'm questioning my tactics and everything else because. It's not the first time we have seen this. This has happened before, even in wins. And I've used the Philadelphia Eagles analogy before. In the NFL, the Eagles have been winning. 
No, they got their asses kicked last week against the 49ers. So this is all kind of happening in simpatico with Bayern Munich, but they weren't winning ugly and they weren't winning pretty. They every game was ugly. It was an ugly win, bad, bad turnovers, good luck at times. And I feel like it's been very similar to Bayern Munich. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> and Bayern Munich have been pretty much similar this season where they're winning ugly games. They probably should not win. They haven't performed that great, but in the end, they've won most of the games. Now it's starting to catch up to both of those teams and, and Bayern Munich. It's, it, it, it was tough to watch today. You saw it very early. I mean, I had people in my own house commenting like Bayern just looks flat and we're talking a minute and a half into the game. You could just see something was different. Something was off and Tuchel has to sort that out. I worry that Tuchel's not connecting with this group, that he's not going to mo- be able to motivate this group. Am I on the Tuchel out bandwagon yet? No, I'm not there yet. I'm also not like the pro Tuchel group either. Like I've said many times, I'm floating in the middle here. I don't like all his decisions. I don't like all his tactics. I don't like how he manages the team, especially I think his communication skills, what he says to the media. I think it's awful. And then he always, no matter what happens, what he says, He tries to recover and cover it up and make it seem like it's no big deal. There's always that recovery quote that comes out after he says something bad. I don't think professional players buy into that BS. I think when they hear something, they know the coach is speaking how he feels. So when he's come out and he's dogged the licked and he's dogged Goretzka and he's, you know, said things about Kimmich, you're not going to get the most out of those players when they know how you feel no matter what you try and recover and what you try and say those guys have already tuned you out you could look no i mean just look at thomas muller this is a guy who today if you weren't going to start musiala it made no sense to start chupo moting in that spot and yes i know there are the chupo maniacs out there who just want to point out every good thing that he does and he's a fine player in his own right and he's a good super sub But to start him for two Bundesliga games in a row made no sense, especially playing him at the 10. It's not like he's going to be out there and he's going to not occupy the same space as Kane or that he's going to feed Kane and set Kane up. No, it was none of that. I mean, I I, listen, I disagree with some of what Thomas Tuchel says, but his assessment on on Chubo and why he started him over the past two, two matches, I totally disagree with. And again, I'm not pinning it all on Chupo. If you want the, you want me to push blame, if you want me to point fingers at specific people for this match, I'll, I'll do you a favor. I'll do that right now. I'm going to point the finger at Tuchel for this poor planning and preparation. This team was not prepared for this match. They were not motivated. They looked lethargic the entire match. I'm also going to point fingers at the back line because it wouldn't have mattered if the attack as a whole was 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 all over the field and they were creating offense because the the defense was just going to give up four to five goals no matter what they were that lackluster so i think it was pretty terrible i think moving forward there are some things that Bayern munich fans need to be concerned about is tuchel reaching this team is he going to make the right personnel decisions uh like a even if you didn't start Mueller today, I would have been okay with starting Musiala for those 60 minutes. If he's been cleared to play and he, you know, it was, it was established. He wouldn't play a whole game. No matter what the case was, I would be fine with starting Musiala. I would have been fine with starting Mueller. There were plenty of options on that bench to use. I don't get playing Chupo next to Kane. It did not work. I didn't think it worked against Cole either. All the, the, the nonsense that I've heard Tuchel talk about that and, 
how it was so successful. They won two nothing over what is arguably the worst team in the Bundesliga. That was not a game to write home about. And and I got chided for this, saying that Chupo's job is to score goals, and he didn't do it against Cologne. Well, he didn't do it today either. He missed the setter. I mean, yeah, he's there to score. I don't want to hear the excuses about clearing aerial balls and all this nonsense. I don't want to hear it. Bayern Munich lost. They got their asses kicked. Bottom line, Tuchel's not pushing the right buttons right now, and the players are not performing up to the standard that they should be. So that that is exactly how I feel. I think this was an out and out debacle. Uh, if you, I really, I want to hear your thoughts on it because I can't be the only one that came out of that match so miffed that I had again wasted time watching, like watching a group of players who didn't put out the requisite effort required, and watching a coach who doesn't seem to have a feel for what's best for the team or who's playing best at the moment. So, a lot of things to talk about. Would love your thoughts. Uh, I'm going to wrap the show up right now. So hit me up on Twitter or get me on the site. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at the barrel blog and get the site at Bavarian FB works. You can get our tweet Meister, Tom Adams at Tommy Adams 71. You can get, I need no name at BFW. you can get Siler at CYL three R absolutely 100% total mess for Bayern Munich. Check the site out. We're going to have our match awards, our observations. Of course, that initial analysis that I need no name does after the live live blog ends, we're gonna have all the reactions. We want to hear from you too. So hit us up, uh, try and enjoy the rest of the weekend. If you're as fired up as I am about this match, uh, it might be a little bit hard, but uh, I'm sure you can find some ways to turn things around. There is still plenty of time left in this weekend. Have a couple of beers on me. You're probably going to need them. We'll see you next time.